Welcome to Something Came From Baltimore. I am your host, Tom Gowker, and I have a disclaimer to this episode with Joey DeFrancesco. I am an early fan of his work, and I remember seeing him playing over 30 years ago, so I will always be rooting for him, and uh, Joey doesn't disappoint because his last recording is an epic event. More music is Joey DeFrancesco's latest recording. It was released on September 24, 2021 on the Mac Avenue Records. We're going to go down memory lane a little, and we're going to chat about Joey's school days with Christian McBride and, and Questlove from The Roots. And we're also going back to my jazz learning ground, a jazz club in Philadelphia called the Ortlieb's Jazz House, where Joey played and I watched over 30 years ago. These conversations can be found on an interview of Joey DeFrancesco on the Something Came From Baltimore YouTube page if you want to check all that out. Remember to subscribe and to flip the five people because we want you all to be a part of that Be More Music scene. So let's get into the interview with Joey DeFrancesco. And before we do that, we want to sample the song More Music. It's the name of the album and it's the name of a song. Well, Joey, I want to thank you very much. Uh, welcome to Something Came From Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, we spoke on July 8, 2019, and this is like one of the first times I'm able to catch up with someone, you know, from album to album. So I'm going to ask you some follow-ups from the, the previous interview. We were we were talking about In the Key of the Universe, which I voted as the best album of the year for the Grammys. Oh, thank you. I thought it was a, a great album, along with this album, More Music, which came out September 20th on the Mac Avenue record label. Yes. When we were talking previously, you were a vegan and you were slimming down. It looks like you continued that process because the, the new uh, promo pictures, you look really thin. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not a vegan, no? um, but I, yeah, not yet. I still eat fish, you know. Okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it just I, over the past, you know, it's taken a long time, but slowly, but but this last year, couple of years, we really had time to concentrate and, and get more health conscious, and and uh, I had already been doing that, and it just really sped it up the process and uh, getting into it and swimming and going for nice walks in the desert and things. And so that's, you know, been something I wanted to do, you know. When we were talking in uh, 2019, we were mentioning spirituality and that you were you were hitting a groove uh, with that album. That was becoming a larger part in your life. So we're just doing a catch up. Did, did that evolve even more for you or, you know? Yeah, that, that evolves more every day. 
you know, being more aware of things and paying attention to what's going on just with, you know, nature and being around that and your surroundings. And it affects the music. It affects everything in your life. It's very important. That's something we all have in us, but we have to, it's something that you have to, as you mature, you pay more attention to it. It comes out more, you know, hopefully that's the goal. And I'm learning more and more about it every day. During COVID, you didn't sit still. You were still working. And were you more on an Arizona area or were you bouncing back and forth from Philadelphia? Well, we didn't work. I mean, March 15th was my last gig actually in DC. We did, we did the last gig at Blues Alley before we, things got shut down. So March 16th, I was on an airplane coming back to Arizona. You know, we figured whatever, a couple of weeks, just like everybody else. And we'll be back at it. And then that turned into, you know, what it has turned into. But from that time, and then I did one gig in front of an audience in November of 2020 in St. Louis. And then we did a couple of streams. I did the Australia, the Melbourne Jazz Festival in June of 2020. And then I did some, uh, you know, live streams on my own just for people, you know, to do them. I did uh, the Jazz Cruise, did a uh, a stream that we recorded in October of 2020 in uh, California with George Benson, Marcus Miller. And that was fun. We did that, but yeah, primarily, you know, it was home just dealing with the situation and bittersweet situation because it, it was nice to have some time off and really think about the music and, you know, play my instruments and write more new tunes. And that's how more music came out, you know? Yeah. We're going to get into more music. I see these, albums come out like they're more and more spectacular i think that you're in a groove where your albums are almost becoming events and the the look on the album cover is really awesome your your look is amazing it's it's like you could easily be doing standards and just pumping out albums but i feel that this is an event album this is a really cool album well thank you uh you know it is an event that's how it Every album, especially over the last probably 10 years, you know, has been like an event. Exactly. And I like it. And it's, it, I've always loved going in the studio, prepping for it, you know, the whole thing. And um, more music. I mean, you know, the title, every, you know, you were talking about in the key of the universe, you know, that's what that, those titles and what those, they're, they are, they're themes. And they're really how I feel at the moment. There's nothing contrived about it. You know, it is what it is. And then, more music was is a situation where we had to get back to it. Just you know, there's nothing like it. You know, music is what gets you through everything. It really is. People take it for granted for sometimes about how important it is. You know, if you think about your life without it, you know, it's crazy. If you watch a TV show, a movie, anything, the music is the emotional part of it. That's why more music is. It means a lot of things. It means that. It means I'm into other aspects of the instrumentation of what i'm doing you know i have a band that's basically two bands in one it's something that i've been looking at doing for a while we started doing it already before pandemic we just got interrupted but we kept talking about what we were going to do and i got deeper into writing music for these specific situations yeah that's i like that they are they're like events they're like it's a storybook and then i like to get to the point too in a recording of course and what that means is, you know, without the need for long, long solos. Now, if some, if you get into something really is, is musical, okay, we could have a longer song. I mean, in the key to universe, we had 
Greether as a master plan was 11 minutes long, but it feels like it's two minutes when you listen to it because there's something happening that keeps you there and captured. But, you know, I like the theme and, you know, a good feel and a nice improvisation. So it gives us a really the perfect vehicle to play this music live and open it up even more so that when people come to see you, they have an idea of the uh, selections and what you're going to do, but they get even more of an honest feeling of the music, you know, because you're improvising even more and you can stretch it out more and explore live right there in front of everybody. Okay. I'm going to get into this album in a couple minutes, but I have one really off the wall question. I interviewed uh, Delvon Lamar for the Oregon trio uh, just recently and we were talking about organ music. If you were a little kid, maybe you're younger than me. Uh, when you roller skated, it was only organ music. It wasn't pop songs. And we, we when, yeah, that's true. Go ahead. Why, why was that? Why, why was it just organ? Like the reason I think I love organ music so much is that when I was a little kid, we'd go roller skating and it was only organ music and it was very cool. And that equals a good time for me. But why were they doing that? Do you even know? Like, what what, what was the reason for well, that? Well, because first of all, I I'm 50, so I caught the tail end of that. I was uh, there was a skating place in Philadelphia, in the suburbs of Philly, and yes, they had an organ. They had like 12 Leslies in there. I remember that all around the place, Leslie speakers. I think because of the way the sound carried, and it was just a very smooth kind of sound, and you could hire one guy. So it was affordable <laughs> and it could fill the room before. And then also to play music from, um, you know, like a DJ or now they just play. You had to pay for that, too. You had to pay ASCAP, BMI and things, you know. So it was a lot easier to just hire a cat, one guy, play the organ, get a big sound. He covers the bass. He covers all that. And, and uh, for many years, it was a Hammond. Then it turned into one of the organs that had the rhythm machines on it and all that. So, you know. But yeah, I, I, that's a good a, a good analogy. You know, it, it had a certain feeling. But at the same time, I never want anybody to say that when I'm playing, it sounds like a roller rink. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he said that he was thinking about doing an album title, uh, Music to Roller Skate too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> I'm not crazy. This happened in my past, so I feel good. So we're going to get into this album. It's called More Music. It came out on September 20. 21 on the Mac Avenue label. We were talking about your uh, situation with Victor North. Yes. The second song on the track, I believe, is Lady G, which is a tribute to your wife, Gloria, who is awesome. You did a great job. You pulled out the tenor sax for that. It has a nice Ben Webster vibe to it. I'll take that. I love Ben Webster.
know, my, the first thing that I think about that I thought about when I wanted to play, like when I told you I played many years ago, we're talking like for maybe a week. That was it. So this is really the time where I got into it. So the first thing I think about, especially after a lot of experience of being around all these great musicians and, and saxophone, tenor in particular, has always been a huge influence on my playing. I mean, my approach to the organ has always very much been like saxophone. My my players like Coltrane and, and Sonny Rollins, George Coleman, those were where I got a lot of influence from my improvisational ideas harmonically, right? But then when you when you start to play the instrument, you really start to pay attention to sound. So the first thing I thought about, I want a nice, I want to make sure I have a, a good sound or I'm not going to, I'm not going to bother with that. And I think a lot of that is already in your mind, what you want to sound like. And if you already have that in your mind, it's going to come out on the instrument once you figure out how to work it, you know? Yeah. And that tune, I had been playing it a little bit. I That's one song that I wrote in 2019 because in 2019 is when I started playing the saxophone on gigs because the band I had at the time, that was when in the key of the universe came out. Troy Roberts also played very nice, uh, acoustic bass and electric but it gave a chance to put his saxophone down and I would play one song a set and he would grab the upright so now it was like upright tenor and drums so that's when I started doing it because then I started thinking wow how hip would it be to have another keyboard player or another organ player that could take over when I do this so that's what that came about and uh, that tune is just um it's the second tune that uh that's named, you know, Lady G. Yeah, that's Gloria. And I wrote for her. That's the vibe that, you know, nice soulful vibe that uh, I get with the melody on there. And it was like perfect for a nice breathy kind of tenor sound, you know. The next song I would like to talk about is Free, which is the first song on the album. It just jumps off. It's a beautiful jam. And you're on trumpet on this one, correct? Yes. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't in general like to talk about what I'm doing and what I'm playing and what I, you know, in general, just because it's like, it's, it's a humbling kind of, you're trying to be, it's, it's a humbling thing to be able to do this and write music and play it and get everybody to hear it. Right. So I don't want to just talk about what we are talking about. I'll talk about the ideas behind the songs and things like that. So yeah, free was written specifically for me to play trumpet on. And basically it's a rhythm change, but a very simple melody line that gives you the freedom to improvise over those rhythm change type changes with a little slightly different bridge to it. It's open, even though there's form. That's the thing about this music is that there's form, but when you improvise, you're free to improvise. That's why it's good to have a lot of knowledge harmonically so you could go all over the place. So that's really what that title means by free. You can go where you want, you know. Thank you. 
interviewed you, I remember I would say, what do you, what do you think about this song? And you'd be like, well, what do you think about it? <laughs> you know, right. think you know? <laughs> Cause he goes, it, it doesn't really matter what I think about it. It's what you think about it. The next song I want to talk about is if you please, this is um, a Mario Romano song. And I did a little research on him. I'm not familiar with this song. So when I listened to it, he's from Toronto. He was a musician and became a real estate developer. And then yeah, late, right. late in life, he, he started recording. And wow, this song is awesome. It's a great song. Yeah, and he writes, he's an incredible songwriter. You know, the lyrics, the lyrics he writes and the, the melodies and everything are beautiful. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I can write and I can write some nice songs, but I've never been one for lyrics. I wrote lyrics to one tune. And, you know, that one was pretty good, I thought. But, you know, it's not something that comes natural to me. But he's really writes beautiful melody and wonderful lyrics. And, and he's got a lot of songs like And if you please would you love me forever? Make this dream our endeavor. Let's send this prayer up to heaven. And if you please, let me love you forever. In this bliss I surrender. My soul, my heart in sweet tender. From that first playful glance Full of sparkling romance While the sigh in the sky Whispers love so divine Wasn't me, maybe you How we knew this was true Just a matter of time I was yours, you were mine If you please Let our love be forever Bless our hearts in each other This prayer, this love, divine splendor In times of reflection, you got you on the organ and piano and trumpet, right? And then you got no. Lucas on no. acoustic guitar. No, no, I'm playing piano on that. Okay. Uh, and yeah, Lucas is playing acoustic guitar. Lucas also played bass lines on that, too. And then and, he did uh, trumpet? Yes, I played a trumpet solo on there as well, because it just, it just fit to do that. And um, that tune reminds me of, well, yeah, that's, I mean, when you listen to it and you reflect on time and things it, that are happening, that have happened, it's got that vibe. Yeah, definitely. When you look that. And it's got a, the acoustic guitar and, and the organ, you know, I mean, and the piano, it reminds me of um, the vibe has got the Bill Evans, you know, Jim Hall kind of feeling to it, yeah. you know, but different. But that's the that's the feeling I get.
right, I got one more for you, which is getting a lot of airplay, which is roll with it. So you're on organ and uh, Lucas is on guitar, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so, roll with it. Yeah. It's like, you know, sorry, you have a question? Oh, no. My statement was it feels like it's vintage. Like this could have been like a nice, like late 50s, early 60s song. Like this is an original re- uh, recording of yours, but it has that vibe that it, it could have been very like placed back in that time period. Well, it's a straight ahead tune. It's got, you know, it basically what it is, it's a mesh of confirmation, Charlie Parker and Coltrane Giant Steps. But that wouldn't have been the way that melody and, and harmonically the approach of that is very much modern. I mean, they wouldn't have written anything like that in that time. But it's okay that, you know, it's got that vibe and that feel. I know what you mean. And uh, I wanted to have something on there like that. And that's what roll with it means, you know. You know, it's, it's got everything. That's what more music means, right? It, it means a lot of things, but that's another thing. The tunes, it, it reflects on it. This is something that I've always been very big believer of is to reflect the whole history of the music, not just one particular thing. Cause me, to me, there are no differences. They're all, they all go together. see that with your your last two albums along with this i call this an epic recording it's an event it's called more music it's on mac avenue i was very pro on your last album i was out there promoting if i could if I could, if I could vote for you on the grammys i would have <laughs> i was out there on I facebook yeah, facebook and instagram pushing it this album has a lot of meat to it it's a multiple play there's so much material in there that, that people are going to love the virtuosity of your team and your that you have on playing with you it's called more music mac avenue september 20th 21st i joey i thank you very much for talking to me today on something came from baltimore oh my pleasure thanks for being so uh, uh knowledgeable about the music and my recordings but also since we're this is something about baltimore I'm going to be playing the Keystone Corner, uh, oh, sorry, October 29th through 31st for three nights. So it would be you great to come out, check us out live. I'll be down there. I'll make sure this time that I, I bump into you and say hi. I wish I had yeah, those cassettes. I would make you sign them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> I don't have them anymore, but I wish I did. All right. That's all right.
<laughs> Thank you very much for talking to me today. I really appreciate it. And I'm always a fan and I can't wait to hear your next stuff. Thanks, Tom. All right. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.